What's up, guys? Welcome back to Lovercast, episode number seven. I think we're at number seven right now. What's up, Lover fam? Welcome back to Lovercast, episode seven. This week is one of my all-time favorite topics because we are talking about something that I've never looked into in my life. This is something that is by far the craziest topic, and I've actually read three books in the past week just over this topic. So today, we're actually going to be talking about your subconscious mind. And I fell in love with this idea when I heard a story about Salvador Dali. Many of you know him as the artist who created really famous paintings like the clocks melting and all kinds of really surreal looking art. But did you know he created all of this art in his mind through What's up, guys? Welcome back to Lover Fam. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Lovercast episode number six. Today, we're going to be talking about your subconscious mind and how this may be the most powerful tool you have that you don't even know about. You see, I fell in love with this idea because I was reading about Salvador Dali. Dali? I don't know how to say his name, dude. The guy who paints melting clocks and how he got those ideas because they're kind of interesting, right? And I was wondering how I came up with that. And I found out that he would literally lay on his couch and hold a ball, fall asleep. And when he dropped the ball, it would wake him up and put him into a state of gamma in his mind, gamma waves. This would basically allow him to tap into his subconscious. And he got all of his ideas through this meditative state where he went into a gamma state in his mind and had these ideas that his subconscious just threw forward. And I was like, that's insane. So I started reading more and more and more about it I actually read three entire books in the last five days purely about your subconscious, how to tap into it, and what it's capable of. And the results from these books to me are nothing short of mind-blowing. But they're also something that I want to take with a grain of salt because I have not seen the results myself, even though I've been trying everything that they say in this book. But it's some really powerful stuff. One of the books said that your subconscious mind has the answer to every single problem you have. And that answer may not come out right away because your brain has more neural pathways than there are, excuse me, your brain has more pathways than there are atoms in the entire universe. Let that sink in for a second because you know how big the universe is. Studies have shown that there are more pathways in your mind than atoms in the universe. That is a mind-blowing statistic. And that makes it pretty clear why you can't always find what you're thinking about because your subconscious has billions of connections that are made. Every single time you do something, a new connection is made. But what's even crazier that kind of really blew my mind is when I learned that I think a lot of us really take computer technology for granted. And we, a lot of us even think a computer smarter than us. Like if I go to Google, I can find the answer to anything. I can literally look up whatever I want and I will find that answer in 2.105 seconds or whatever it is. So I kind of think the computer knows way more than all of us, right? It just stores all this information. But then I did some reading, and I found out that your brain is actually doing 50,000 computations per second, which is miles and miles more than a computer is capable of doing. Because when you think about it, there's no robot that exists that can breathe and blink and heal and repair bones and make your heart beat and your organs move and your food digest, all without you even needing to think about it. That's all happening every second. Your blood pressure is being regulated. Your fingers are moving. Your eyes are moving. Your, your eyebrows, you, you don't think about it, but it happens every second. It happens constantly. Even when you're asleep, this stuff still happens. And that is the power of your subconscious mind keeping you alive and doing what needs to be done, which is another reason why habits are so hard to break. Because as your habits are done over and over and over again, these pathways become deeper and deeper. If you think about them like roads, they go from like a little bit of 
you know, stepped on grass to full on paved roads, it's a lot harder to remove that road in your mind. And so a lot of times people with bad habits end up doing these habits without even realizing it, you're going to overeat and not even know because you're on autopilot, just like you are when you breathe. And when you, you know, half, you know, almost everything your body does is autopilot, you don't even notice it. And so this was really cool to me and really crazy. But the reason I wanted to know this was because I wanted to know how I could come up with creative ideas for YouTube videos consistently. So I wanted to really tap into my subconscious because I want to see what ideas are there. And I think the coolest thing, the coolest visualization for me was to think of your mind like a field. Think of it like a farmer's field, just a small 10 by 10 field. You can plant maybe 100 100 crops in it. And every time you say something, your subconscious goes in and plants something because your subconscious takes everything that your conscious mind says literally. So if you say, can I go to the bathroom? Your subconscious mind says, I don't know, can I? Because it takes everything literally. If you say, today's going to be a bad day, your subconscious mind goes into your field and plants a plant that says, today will be a bad day. Yes, I can make that happen. And then throughout your day, you will find reasons why today's a bad day. If you say, I am fat, your subconscious mind will say, I'm going to plant that in there. You're right. You are fat. I'll find ways to make that happen. And you will find ways to eat more food than you should and go out of your way to be unhealthy. If you say, I'm just poor and I can't make money, your subconscious mind says, you're right, you are poor. I'll make sure that happens. And so now you don't care about any financial news. You're tuning it out. You don't care about any way to make money. Your mind is looking for ways to make you poor. I mean, just think about it like this. When you hear a new word that you've never heard before, don't you hear it like crazy for the next two weeks? Or when you buy a new car, you see that car everywhere. It's not like that car or that word just suddenly started appearing. Your subconscious mind now was tuning it out in the past 10 years of your life, or the past 20 years. It didn't care. And that happens to so many things. It just tunes it out. So when you tell your subconscious mind something like I'm poor, I'm fat, I'm broke, I'm not good, I'm not successful, your subconscious mind is taking that literally. It can't tell between sarcasm. It takes everything you say literally and it plants it. And it grows and it grows and it grows. And then you see that you are getting fatter. And so you say, I'm fat. Your subconscious mind says, you're right, you are fat. So you eat more and you get fatter and fatter and you go down this path where your subconscious mind takes you places you don't know how you got there. Before you know it, you could be depressed, you could have a lot of issues and maybe it all just started by saying that you're fat. Your subconscious mind is so powerful and so many people don't even realize what it's capable of. And honestly, my opinion, this is why Steve Jobs refused medical help. Because throughout these books, I saw some interesting stories Stories that were hard to believe if I didn't read the scientific studies myself. Stories like young kids getting diagnosed with terminal diseases. And they were able to heal these diseases, long story short, without medicine, but with their mind. They had holes in their stomach and they closed up. Never been done in history and it would happen. Kids with injuries, they were uncurable and they would become cured. But then there were stories on the other end of things where there were people that actually created sickness for themselves. People that said, I don't feel so well, and they would get terrible diseases before they were actually sick. People, they would say, I have a bad taste in my mouth, and they would actually have a bad taste in their mouth. Your subconscious mind is literally capable of making you sick. There are new studies out there now that think things like asthma are actually curable through your subconscious mind. It's, it's mind-blowing, some of the stories that I read. So I've read that, Subconscious can make you incredibly sick. It can also somehow heal some of your most deadly diseases.
And if you look at it through the millions of studies that have been done through placebo testing, they give you a sugar pill and they give the other group an actual medicine. The people with the sugar pill, which did nothing, believed that it helped them and ended up getting the same or better results as the people that had the actual medicine. The power of your subconscious mind is unbelievable. So to me, I think these stories really make it clear that there is something there. I don't know what. I, I want to keep learning about this, but there's clearly something there that's absolutely life-altering. So here's a question for you. Have you ever been taking a test and you, you know everything and then you get on the test and you forget everything? This book said the reason for that might be because you just think you're a bad test taker and your subconscious mind takes that and says, yes, sir, bad test taker, I'll make it happen. So you get there and you forget everything. So I get that I'm like kind of jumping around. I'm just like reading my notes because I find this also fascinating because it's different than all the stuff that I currently believe. And so it's kind of changing in a way a lot of things I believe. And I'm trying to decide if I really agree with this. So I'd love some comments on what you guys think. But another interesting example is that when you're in doubt about something, you can't decide what to do. You can sleep it off. So if you're trying to decide, you know, you, you got two people you want to date. Who do I date? You got you, Should you take a new job? Should you stay here? Your subconscious mind knows the answer to these questions. So if you can manage to go to sleep thinking about these questions, there's a good chance you will dream about it, which is the most powerful way to get the answers. And once you dream about it, you'll know. But the answer won't, won't always come in a simple, yes, you should take this job and move. The answer will come in what your subconscious mind believes is the most... In what your subconscious mind believes you will understand the most. So it might be a sound, it might be a picture, it might be an event... But you have to take that and interpret it, which is why dream interpreting is a thing. There are dreams that are recurring for people and then actually have common common themes. Like I have dreams where my teeth fall out. Lots of people have this dream. And it just means that you're really stressed. But it goes even deeper than that. Because this actually goes into the concept of karma and how karma is actually might be a real thing because of your subconscious mind. Because if you do something really bad, your subconscious mind knows you did something bad. And so it's now plaguing every decision you make with, oh my gosh, something bad might happen or I did something bad, I don't deserve this. So I think some people might actually have real situations where karma is real, which is weird because I had something I never really believed in before. But if you're envious of someone or you're, you're mean to someone or in the back of your head you don't like someone, they'll pick up on this because you will show it. It's almost impossible to hide. They'll pick up on this and they'll know, hey, he doesn't like me. And they'll be ruder to you. And you'll be like, oh, I don't like him even more. And they'll be more rude. And it'll just go back and forth. So there's a lot of really interesting things that happen in your life that are, there's, there, da, 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 can't speak, the result of your subconscious mind doing things when you're not even aware it's happening. But finally, what I think is one of the most interesting things from these books was a study that they did, I believe, in Russia, where they took four groups of people and they had them shoot basketball shots and do pull-ups and do all of these physical things. They were random people. It was a blind experiment. And this is what they did. Group one spent an hour, 100% of their time practicing. They physically went out there and did all of these things for an hour a day. Group two did 
75% of the time practicing and 25% of the time just thinking about doing it. Group three was split 50-50. Group four was 25% doing and 75% thinking. So you would think the group that practiced the most is the group that performed the best. But the actual best group was the group that performed the least, the group that thought about it the most. And the second best group was the group that thought about it the second most. So the actual end result of the study was the group that went out and did 100% of real-life practice performed the worst when they compared results at the end. And it was a perfect increase. As they thought about it more, they performed better. And they found that there's an optimal situation or an optimal amount that you should think and do something to get the best results. And they found out that the best athletes in the world do a lot of visualization. Golf players, basketball players, whatever kind of sports player you are, they visualize it. People that make speeches can visualize those speeches and it's scientifically proven to give you a bigger boost than practicing all the time. So if you have a big speech coming up, a big presentation, a big project, or just anything in your life that you want to go well, if you think about it and literally take yourself to that moment in your mind and make it happen, make it look good, the audience cheers for you, everyone loves what you did, you executed perfectly, that is entering a state of gamma in your mind and that will allow you to actually perform better. So I notice myself doing this a lot without even realizing it. With soccer, with lifting, I'll just zone out randomly and I'll notice I've been thinking about, for whatever reason, doing pull-ups for 10 minutes. And I'm like, that was stupid, but you don't even realize. where You don't even know you're in the room for those 10 minutes because you're so lost in your mind thinking. And every time that happens, every time you daydream, you're entering that gamma state of mind. Because when you're an alpha, you're, that's when your voice in your head's talking to you and you're aware of everything around you. That's the alpha state. But the gamma state, that is where the magic happens. That is where your great ideas come to you. Because being creative, something that I struggle with, doesn't really work when you try. So when you try to be creative, you can't be. So you have to stop trying, which is really difficult, which is why it works in the gamma state, because you're not really there. Your mind is kind of taking over. Your subconscious is pouring into your conscious mind. There are stories about people that came up with great, great, great inventions in the past, only after giving up on them. They spent 10 years looking for the solution and finally said, you know what? I'm done. And they quit. And that night, when they stopped trying, their subconscious mind gave them the answer they'd been looking for their entire life. Guys, a subconscious mind is capable of a lot of things, but I just want to leave you on this thought, and it is that whatever you think, your subconscious mind takes literally. I want you to remember that. So if you think, I can't do this, people don't like me, I don't like what I'm doing, whatever you say, it will come through in your subconscious mind. You're at a party and you say, all these people don't like me, your subconscious mind says, yes, sir, I'll make sure they don't like you. You'll go out and you'll be weird and quiet and aggressive. You're outed with friends and you say, I don't want to be here, um, you know, I'm not good enough to play this game. Your subconscious mind says, yes, sir, I'm going to make you terrible at this game. It really comes down to belief in the end. And I think this is one of the most powerful things I've ever learned. It's brand new to me, and it's really changing how I view a lot of things in my life. I'm going to keep experimenting with it, see if I get any good results entering the gamma state. But I would highly recommend you guys check out the two books that I read yesterday and the day before. The other one will also be linked on my website, loverfella.com. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to share it with your friends, someone you think could use it. As always, thank you for listening. Have an awesome day. Spread the love. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.